getting what we want faster. In the previous lesson, you've signed up and you've created a list of the objectives that you want to accomplish. Right? You've, you've, you've prioritized them, and some of those objectives have been chunked into different um, areas which are common areas. Okay? So they have some commonalities. Right? Makes it easier for you to accomplish those objectives and to really focus on them. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to activate a part of our uh, natural programming, right, which allows us to get to our objectives faster. And that is imagery. Today we also speak to that and call it visualization, because visualization encompasses more than just the pictures. And we're going to get to that in a minute. Now, what is it about imagery that's important to us? Well, first of all, our brains right, have this ability to filter information that's coming to it. So there's certain things that we will remember, there's certain things that we will focus on, and whatever we focus on is what we call what we're consciously aware of. So for instance, right now I'm talking to you through this video, and you're focused on the video. But if I put your, and I say, One, what's happening with your left foot? Then immediately your focus will go to your left foot, and you might have had a sensation there that you didn't feel before. So whatever we're focusing on is what our brains will help us to accomplish. It's the direction that our brain, the direction that we will be going automatically. Now in order for this to happen and not have to think about it consciously every time, the best thing to do is to create or program our brains with images. Why images? Well, you've probably heard the saying, an image is worth a thousand words. So we have an image. That image contains more information than you know, a, a thousand word essay could, or a thousand word document. So imagery is extremely important in accomplishing our goals faster because we can implant more information into it. And if we implant this into our brain as a program, right, we program our brain, put it into our subconscious, then in our subconscious, that image will continue to activate the parts of our brain which will pull us into the direction without having to think of it consciously. So let me give you an example. So when I was a teenager, there was a song that I really liked by Prince called 1999. I'm gonna party like it's 1999. Yeah, I'm not a great singer. Now in this song, there was something that activated inside of me that, yeah, I really want to have that party in 1999. That would be so cool. Party like it's 1999. Something connected in my brain. Something that became so powerful that I daydreamed about having this big party uh, in 1999 where I'm going to invite people from all over the world, you know, all the friends and people that I've met, and they're going to come out to this party and we're going to have a great time. Well, as it happened, in 1997, I proposed to my girlfriend, or at that time, Agnes, and uh, Agnes and I got married in 1999. We got married in 1999 in this, in this mansion. It was a uh, summer cottage for uh, one of the dukes uh, in Hungary, and inside of that home was a huge, it was a huge, uh, like, you know, the party room or ballroom. There was an amazing garden out in the back, right? And just down the street, about a 10-minute walk, there was a beautiful, beautiful church where we got married. Now, all of this was part of this visualization that I had. In fact, we had people from seven different countries who came uh, to be with us on that special day. 
So the visualization creates a subconscious program which will pull you towards that direction subconsciously. Now, athletes use visualization all the time. Since the 1960s, it's actually become quite important and part of Olympic athletes' uh, regular practice. In fact, uh, Nicole Detling, uh, one of the psychologists of the American Olympic Association, or the American Olympic team, says that the more accurately an athlete is able to visualize its success, the more successful that athlete will be. It's not just athletes that use visualization. Nikola Tesla, you know, not, it's not only the, um, the electric cars that are associated with Nikola Tesla currently, but Nikola Tesla was one of the most prolific inventors of, of that era. And he had the special ability to use his imagery, to use visualization to create the inventions before he actually put them down on paper. He would actually create machines mentally and he would run those machines and let them run subconsciously and over time he would notice that certain parts uh, would wear out so he would replace those parts or he would redesign the machine mentally. And he continued to run those machines mentally until he got to a place where he felt that that invention was worthy of actually being put into physical um, creation. Now, not everyone believes that this actually works. So there was a, uh, a college field hockey coach who decided to actually take this visualization and put, create a test, create an experiment around it. So he designed a slalom course uh, for his field hockey team that he could use as a measurable goal that he could then measure with the amount of time it took for the, uh, for the team members to go through the course without making an error. Okay, so what he did was he set up this course, he designed it, and he took his field hockey team and he broke it into three different groups. Right, the first group was one that would take practice and they would practice only physically. So that was group number one. Group number two would practice only mentally. So they would create a visual slalom course and they would go through that slalom course visually. They would sit down and just practice visually. And group number three would do both mental and physical practice. So they would spend uh, half the amount of allotted time on mental practice and half the allotted time on physical practice. Each of the three groups would practice the same amount of time the same times a week. And after the two week practice period, he compared the results. And what he found was astonishing. Group number A, or group number one, the one who did only physical practice, had a 70% improvement in their ability to get through that course, the amount of time that it took them to get through without making an error. 70% improvement, group number one, physical practice only. Group number two was mental practice only, was able to improve their ability to get through that slalom course by 68%. So a 2% difference which is, relates to a, correlates to a 2.8% difference from 70 to 68%. So they had a 68% improvement. Now both groups practiced the same amount of time. Group number three, who did both physical and mental, right, total time equal to what group one and group two did, had a result of 160% improvement. They improved their game by 160%. That is 
214% better than what either group one or group two accomplished. So it doesn't just add up, it's actually above just adding up. It improves your game more than double. So how are we gonna go about this and what do we need to do in order to create that result for ourselves? Well, first of all, we've got our goals. So we take those goals and we create a visualization, a picture, a movie, a story that connects completely and incorporates all of our senses or as many of our senses as we possibly can, right? We've got sight, we've got hearing, we've got smell, we've got taste, and we've got touch. So we wanna incorporate all of these senses into our physical or into our mental routine or visualization routine. The next step is, is you want to visualize it regularly. Now, when you visualize it, you wanna visualize it in a way, right, that you're in a relaxed state. So, we learned a relaxation exercise earlier. There's a 20 to one countdown. You close your eyes, count down 20 to one, and at, count, and at one, you project yourself mentally to your ideal place of relaxation. That helps us to create this relaxed, calm period, uh, state. And in, when we're in that relaxed state and we feel relaxed enough, that's when we visualize our story, visualize our objective, okay? The more emotion, the more of the five senses that we can incorporate into it, the better. Now, the third part of this is to use what we call the DBE, circle of success, right? Number one is any successful visualization has a strong desire behind it, okay? If there's a strong desire behind our objective, right? The stronger, the deeper that burning desire is, the more emotion is going to arise. One of the things that has been proven is that emotion ingrains into our brain memories. So women typically have, are much more emotional and they're able to use these emotions to remember things better, okay? so they're. When there's emotion connected with a memory, then that will stay longer and it will have a deeper imprint. Okay, so you wanna have this burning desire, this burning passion coming up and creating that emotion inside of that objective that you have. Number two, you wanna believe it. So the more you can believe what you're gonna accomplish, the better it is. For instance, if, if you've set yourself such a huge goal that you're really having a hard time to believe it, it might be worthwhile to cut it back a little bit, right? And chunk it up. So what, what is it that you want to accomplish, let's say in the next one year, if you've set a three-year goal, right? What can you believe that you can accomplish in the next year? Because as you add and as you move forward, you'll be able to stack up your successes and stacking your successes will help you believe more and more. Okay, so at this time you wanna believe about yourself, believe what you can accomplish, and the more you believe what it is that you're, that, that you're visualizing, the quicker you're gonna get there, okay? And number three is you want to do it with what we call expectancy. So the th third part is expectancy. What does that mean? Well, it means that you wanna do it in a way that it's already happened. What do you mean? Well. If you imagine something like you've already accomplished it, it's like imagining a memory. You had a memory, you go back in time and you think about, you think back in time, say, oh yeah, I did that. And that emotion comes up, that excitement of that success that you've had or that situation that you were in. That's the same way we want you to imagine. So how can I imagine if I haven't done it yet? By doing it 
with your greatest belief. You just got to focus on to say, okay, how would this have looked like if I had already accomplished this? Or you can imagine yourself in, you know, one year from now, and in one year from now, you see yourself going, looking back and saying, wow, okay, I've already done that. That's amazing. What would it feel like for me if I had already accomplished this at that time? What would I do? How would I, you know, benefit others? How could I, how would I help others? What would I be doing? Where would I be living? Okay, so these are the three things that you need to focus on. So number one is you want to, right, you've got your clear objective. And inside of the clear objective, you want to add the five senses into that objective, right? Your sight, smell, taste, hearing, and physical sensations, right? You want to bring as much emotion as you possibly can into it, right? And you want to focus on these three items, the desire, the belief, and the expectancy. So in the resources, we've got an audio for you that you can listen to again if you need to in the car or um, you know, put it on your phone and just listen to it in the background. Uh, second part is we have a sheet there that gives you a bunch of questions that you can actually ask yourself to help you find visualizations for these different steps, okay? For the five different sensations, right? And number three, we have a little help there on how you can kind of create your story. It's like a little template, and that template helps you kind of move forward and say, okay, this is what I would do, this is what my story would look like. Because for some of us, it's a little bit easier to actually have this picture going through this template. That's what I do. I write it down kind of like a story for myself, and then I can visualize it a little easier, okay? So go for it and, and, uh, and practice this. Remember to do it when you're in a state of relaxation, okay? Either you're using your, um, either you're using your 20 to 1 countdown or you're going to be visualizing this just before bed or just after uh, waking up in the morning, all right? So go for it, create your visualization and uh, create it and make it powerful. If you would like to watch more videos like this, then please subscribe to my channel below. Once again, my name is Steven Dobos and you can download a free centering exercise. The information is in the description box below.